1: Good evening, everyone. Welcome to Ghost Chronicles International. I am your captain, Ron Kolak, New England's own Van Helsink. And with me, that mad scientist across the pond in the land of the red dragon, the gold standard in ghost hunting, Mr. Steve Parsons.
0: Good evening. Hey, I got a new nickname today. That's good. Yeah, I like it, actually, because... Uh, I did um, did one of those uh, webinar interview things earlier today, and uh, on the trailer for that one, they christened me the godfather of ghost hunting, which I thought was rather really cool. The godfather? Plays, well, I'm getting on a bit now, aren't I? Oh, and uh, while I remember, i just like to say uh, a hi and a welcome to Ghost Chronicles International to uh, our listeners on the Emerald Isle, Jill, Jill Murphy and uh, friends over on... The Emerald Isle. Hopefully, I'll see you soon.
1: When's that, Iceland?
0: Ireland. Oh, Ireland. Jeez, you're from Boston, aren't you? You should know uh, where Ireland is. The Emerald yeah, Isle. I'm just, I'm
1: just funning you.
0: Leprechauns and stuff.
1: Yeah. like, So anyway, I've like totally screwed up my computer now, and I can't see anything. So. <laughs> I'm on Skype, and I got screen share now. Share screen. What the hell is that?
0: I don't want to share, see what you're You certainly
1: at. don't want to see what I'm seeing, because
0: I don't mind. want to see what I'm seeing. I don't, no, I, how do I get out of this? I God, you're asking me. Funny, actually, because uh, the technical side of joke hunting seems to have come to the fore. Uh, oh, Lock- I got it. How are you sorted?
1: I'll sort it. Yeah, good. Uh, side, anyway. Uh, so, what what the heck is this uh, virus affecting the ghosts? Or uh, you know, are there less reports now? More reports?
0: No, I think there's. Uh, I think actually, it, in some ways, this this lockdown has been a positive thing uh, for the ghost hunting. Yeah, for the ghost hunting community. It stopped. Obviously, it stopped people going out <laughs> investigating. That in itself is probably a good thing. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Well, it is for the ghosts, anyway. Um, The demons, because you know they're getting to live in peace now. Bless them. Um, Thank God.
1: for the demons.
0: I mean, they've had twenty years of this being harassed and harangued at every opportunity. Have they? Is there anybody there?
1: And now they're being pasted everywhere across the world on Facebook. They have their own pages now. So,
0: I mean, there's some great chat-up lines as well, aren't there? Like, we mean you no harm. What's that all about? We mean you no harm. Firstly, there are... In other words,
1: I'm not an exorcist. You're okay with me? Well,
0: Yeah, yeah, well, you know, I mean, (laughs) is is your average demon going to be that
1: scared? (laughs) Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it depends. You know, there are different degrees of uh, demons, according to... uh, Be a uh, you know, I, I have I have a book in my office, a hardcover book from the old that lists all the demons by name and and you know are the, and also their rank because demons have rank, you know.
0: Yep, I have that exact book. Um, I don't know which edition. I've got the 1920s one, the the uh, dictionary encyclopedia of demonology and witchcraft. Oh we no, can mine, go is, mine
1: is mine is, is just on demons. It's a whole book on demons, and it's,
0: it's We uh, could go through some of these, because those demons have some really cool names. Yeah, but you're not supposed to
1: say them, remember? Don't you remember? I mean, you are. No, no, State, a frying bull. With, know, I can't because, mention its name because the demon will own me. You
0: no, know, because historically, um, once you and this comes from from your church. Once I know,
1: I know absolutely what you're going to say, demons. and I agree with you. Yes.
0: Yeah, once you know the name of the demon, it's a pussycat. Right. You've got it. Yeah. It, you've got it by the short and curlies, and it, it's yours to command.
1: That's, you know, you'll see the exorcists, the real exorcists. Of course, I'm talking about the ones that actually do this for a living. Uh, it, it is It put their lives in danger in some cases. Um well, actually, that's one of the things they ask. They they try to get your name, uh, the name of the demon. Uh, yeah. And, uh, you know, th- that's...
0: If you get the demon's name, it's putty in your hands.
1: Yeah. I, you know, I... I uh, since this uh, this virus has hit, I've been watching a lot of uh, Catholic TV. And uh, I saw this uh, one interesting one. They had an exorcist on from, from the Catholic Church. And... Uh, they were mentioned, and um, that the demons absolutely hate the Blessed Mother uh, more the they hate her name more than uh, Christ. And uh, very wise demons who would mess with demons? yeah, who would have mess with a woman? You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah, it's like yeah, I mean, I mean, let, let's be honest. Uh, yeah, she's a woman. She's a mother. She's going to be protective of her brood. Yeah. And and
1: unlike the angels, uh, she is, uh, you know, if if you believe that, it, she is a was human.
0: Well, was well, I mean? I presume she. Yes, was
1: I don't know. I can't. like I don't know what the. the Terminology is uh.
0: well. The thing is, that's that's a weird thing because you know, she is one of the most recurring apparitions that we historically oh, have. She's
1: seen everywhere. Um, she's
0: oh, like well, Mary Queen of Scots, right? I, I think she's probably more prevalent than Mary Queen of Scots. I mean, you've got you've got obviously you've got Lord uh, in France, you've got Fatima in Portugal, you've got Magdali in Croatia, you've got uh, Mexico. You've got the one in Mexico. Mexico. Yeah, you've got uh, the Mexican one. You've got Guadal- Guatemala. Guatemala. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Our Lady of Guadalupe, you've got the Guatemalan one. Uh, you've got the Black Madonna in Poland. And, of course, um, as all of our Irish listeners are straining to say, you've got Nock uh, over oh, yeah. in... Yeah, over you in forget
1: Nock. Oh, my God. Uh, yeah. I, I actually, you know, talk about Nock. I, I, I know we're, we're kind of a little bit... But I, I saw this... Uh, I, it was on one of the skeptical... Uh, sites and it said that they proved that the uh, that the Lady of Knock was a fake because the uh, pastor of the church used a projector to project it up there. Yeah.
0: He may well have done, but uh... <laughs> uh, yeah, okay. I mean, yeah, you know, I mean, one I mean, do you know? Uh, oh, the, no, they the, said it was uh,
1: absolutely proof. I mean, that's what I mean. You could conjecture all you want, but to yeah. say absolutely this is
0: how it was done is bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's complete your
1: bullshit right there. If you.
0: <laughs> yeah. I mean, God might disagree, but what's interesting is uh, because people people often uh, are dismissive of miracles, and in fact, you know, any, anybody who's materialistic is is highly dismissive of miracles. One of the That's most rigorous organisations, you know. You, you look at Randy and you look at uh, uh, Jay, uh, Joe Nickell, and you think wise men. of uh, Wiseman, and you think of those as sceptical. They they don't hold a candle actually to the scepticism, the level of scepticism that the Catholic Church applied to um, the miracles of things like Lord. Uh, oh, yeah, it's not like okay, yeah, oh,
1: no, that's cool. We can. It. It's a miracle. No,
0: they. I mean, they, they absolutely. You know, I, 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 I did some research on Lord several years ago because um, we 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 were we were involved in a beatification, which we've talked about before, um, and we had we had a run in with God. <laughs> <laughs> that's another story for another day but uh, we've got that problem uh, not today the level of skepticism and uh, examination applied by the catholic church before they will say yep that's a genuine miracle uh-huh. is really very rigorous and you know a great many investigators a great many parapsychologists could learn a lesson or two there uh, in terms of rigor and vim when it comes to um, investigating, I claim. Sure. Yeah. Um you
1: know, the sure. Yeah. They're, they're the same <laughs> way with their saints, too, as as poor old Christopher re- realizes. <laughs> well, it, it,
0: it, exactly. And this was uh, kind of what we were involved with because uh, this was a – I mean, very, very briefly, we have talked about it on an earlier show, myself and yeah. Anne, um, we were involved ooh, probably a decade ago now, uh, longer, in a, uh, a, a case up on Merseyside uh, when we had a radio show for the BBC. So, yeah, you're probably going back 15 years. Um, of, a, of a lady called St. Teresa Higginson, or Teresa Higginson, but she was well on her way to St. She'd gone through the first, because there are several stages that right. one has to go through. Um, I think... Uh, is it
1: beautification, or is that something else I'm thinking of?
0: beatification is the final stage, but yeah, okay, there are okay. stages prior to that, and she she reached uh, a level beneath beatification, so she wasn't a okay. full saint. Yeah. And um, we, we were aware of this lady. This lady had died in the 19th century, um, but her, her grave was still very much a sh- uh, an active shrine. Mm-hmm. And there was there was a campaign being led by um, a lady, a lady husband and wife that that uh, became uh, we became acquainted with and then friendly with, mm-hmm. and we were talking to them about the stories um, and their experiences, and these were experiences of, uh, I mean, some of them were they they sounded absolutely astounding. I can give you one example. Um, one very quick example. And for the full account, actually, I would rather Anne was here. Uh, okay, but show yeah. what
1: did. fair but, enough.
0: But essentially, uh, the, the, uh, the lady was tending the uh, Teresa Higginson's grave. Gladys, her name was. Gladys was tending Teresa's grave. And I believe it was an Australian lady arrived looking for the gravesite and approached Gladys. And Gladys directed her. Uh, the lady then asked if there were any prayer cards, And Gladys heard a voice from nowhere say yes. Uh, I'm, she was a little perplexed because the lady thought she'd said it. And, anyway, she went back to prepare Sunday lunch. And on her way back, she kept hearing this voice over and over and over uh, inside her head saying, uh, look in uh, when Tony, look in Tony's prayer book or look in the bureau. Anyway, she did. And the an original uh, Teresa Higginson prayer card fell out. Oh, well. Now, on the back of the prayer card was the name and address of the printers in Liverpool that made it. So she made up her mind that they would go to this address to see if they could get some more printed because obviously these things had been given out uh, before World War Two, and they, they, they didn't have any any current ones. Right. Uh, so so they made over to Liverpool in the car and they, they went to the address and it was a bomb derelict street that was set for demolition. It had been destroyed or damaged by bombing, uh, German bombing in the war and was set for demolition. So we're talking here in the, I believe in the 60s. Yeah.
1: Um,
0: Nevertheless, they went up to the house, to the address, and this was just an empty, derelict shell of a building. Uh, there was dust on the front step. The door was was fully open. Um, you know, it was just a derelict building. But as they approached, a gentleman uh, came to the door wearing, I think it was a brown um, overall, or brown um, coverall, and said, "Oh, I'm glad you're here. I've been, I've been waiting for you. I've been expecting you. This is what you came for." And he hands them a brown, uh, a, a, a package wrapped in brown paper. Inside the package wrapped in brown paper, uh, as they opened it, was the printing plate, the master printing plate for the prayer card. Oh wow! As Gladys, the original. One? Yeah, as wow. Glad, Tony looked at one another and then looked back at the man. There was nobody there. And then they noticed that also where the dust on the floorboards and the, the entranceway was, there was no disturbance. Uh, Tony, uh, they both decided it was best just to walk away, but they took the printing plate with them and they had many more prayer cards made. And in fact, the printing plate was real, solid, absolute, because I've handled it, and Anna's held it, um, you know, it's it absolutely. Now, the story, make of it as you will, but the printing plate is completely real. They then devoted the rest of their sort of married lives until, until Tony unfortunately died and then Gladys um, had to give up um, to the cause for Teresa Higgins and the sainthood. Wow. Now, what was interesting is Anne and I got involved uh, after hearing about because Teresa. Um, uh, people can Google for the full story, but she was she was tormented by the devil um, in Liverpool and was known as the devil, the devil girl of Bootle or the devil woman of Bootle. Of what? Bootle, which is an outskirt of Liverpool, suburb of spell Liverpool. It, spell it for me, Steve. O T L E.
1: B Oh, like Google only with the B?
0: Bootle. B-O-O. Bravo. Oscar, Oscar. Tango, Lima, Echo. Uh, Ooh, I can shoe L L E. Or yeah. if you go to, or if you go to ter- which is a website that's maintained by Parascience, you'll find a lot of information, including the full story there. Oh, um, and that's actually, you know, still maintained by, by Anne. Um, now, so we 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 heard the story. Uh, then there was this sort of interregnum. While well, we tried to find out more information simultaneously to which some, some strange things drew us to Tony and Gladys. Um, and it was quite a strange sort of uh, how we found one another. But nonetheless, we, we found we found them. And uh, over the next several months, whilst we were visiting them and talking to them and uh, learning more about Teresa and what they were doing, They, uh, we ended up putting all of this because it was costing them a fortune. So we suggested that we put all of these prayer cards and the story and all of the other literature, uh, we scan it and we make it freely available online, which is what they wanted anyway. Mm -hmm. Um, we did that. And as I say, during, during that period, Tony unfortunately died. Gladys, uh, was unable to to remain in the house and went to live in an elder home. Uh, after she moved from her house to the elder home, her son contacted us asking if we knew where the printing block was. And um, you know, did we have it? Had had we you know? And of course, we would never had the printing block. We we seen it, touched it, held it, talked about it, but we never actually had it. Right. Uh, it had completely and utterly disappeared. Hmm. Like it appeared. And like it appeared. Um, uh, at, in fact, it, it disappeared at the same time, more or less, that we put the entire uh, archive and prayer cards so, so that anybody can download them and print them. Hmm. When we made that available online, the printing block just, poof, gone.
1: <laughs> that is a cool story, Steve.
0: Very but, I mean, cool. there was is, there is a whole, there are so many weird stories. It mm-hmm. it ended up with Anne and I, and you know how rational and materialistic it is. So oh, yeah. head, I, I, I. It ended up, well, it we, ended us anyway. <laughs> we pulled up in the lay by one time and we just looked at one another and went, are we just being pushed around here by some greater force? Because it felt that way. Uh-huh. And it, you have to, it made us certainly questioned what was happening and, you know, what, what our role was. Yeah, we could have made huge sort of uh, claims about, you know, being sure. manipulated by God or you put and, it on Facebook, uh, you yeah. know. Yeah, I mean, a lot of it you could rate, you could probably, you know, rationalize away as coincidence, but some of it was just plain strange, just Freaky strange. And That's
1: the intriguing stuff about what we do. Uh, I, I it, like that strange <laughs> stuff. It's what really
0: intrigues. I mean, it actually it, it it actually took Anne and I probably six or seven years before we could even before we could tell anybody else.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: before we could before you know, before we could sort of get our own minds around and heads around what had taken place. Um, and then gradually over the over the years uh, we've told more of the story. There's still some bits of the story that, we, that we've never really revealed mm. because it's just too bloody weird. Mm. Um, well, Spirit Quest uh, 2021. Uh, maybe, maybe, maybe we'll tell, I, I'll, I'll tell s- the story. i smell
1: a good story here.
0: <laughs> well, do you know what? It is a good story, but it's one of those stories that when you tell it, it just sounds even weirder
1: that's what makes those good ones i like those when the people yeah, will say but, they're, but they're the they can't possibly it's bald bush but yet no, but, but yet is, there's the just are... enough doubt in their mind that they're saying
0: i don't know <laughs> but, do, but do you know what's the difficult part is actually telling the story because mm-hmm. because i was so closely involved in what took place I mean, I'll give you one other little insight.
1: Well, I don't want to go too much into it in case we do do something with it.
0: No, 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 we're okay, we're okay. There's only a little tiny insight into okay. it. Um, and this was one of the very first bizarre incidents that took place. And in itself, it's minor. Um, so, you know, it puts it in context. This was something that you could easily write off as a, a lucky break, a lucky coincidence. We've done the radio show, and we've heard the story of the devil woman of, of Bootle, Teresa Higginson. Uh, and we said on the radio, if anybody you know, knows anything about this story, we'd love to learn about it because it sounds fascinating. Get in touch with us. Now, on that particular occasion, uh, that radio show went out quite late at night on the BBC. Um, Tony and Gladys were driving home from a family function. They didn't normally, in fact, it was incredibly rare that they were ever out late. Um, but on that particular night, they were driving back and they listened to and always listened to a different radio show. But on that particular night, they didn't like the music that was playing on the radio station. So they they switched to the BBC station just in time to catch the end. The last 10 seconds of the show where I said, uh, if you know anything about Theresa Higginson, and get in touch, that that was all they heard. Then for the huh. next. Then for the next two or three weeks, um, you know, they were trying to find out who had said it on the radio, what show it was, and uh, blah, 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 blah. We were also trying to find out uh, about Teresa Higginson. By a lucky break, we, we got the name of the people, Gladys and Tony, who were uh, the patrons for Teresa Higginson's uh, progression to sainthood. And out of the blue, uh, say, I I managed to track down their names, then managed to track down a telephone number and thought, I'll chance my hand and phone them up. When I phoned them up, the phone, there was a a stunned silence on the phone when I announced who I was and why I I was calling. And I heard Tony sort of stutter out, uh, Gladys, it's him. It's the man off the radio we've been Mm -hmm. trying to get hold of. (laughs) That in itself is a very small thing. But, you know, I mean... In the
1: overall picture, it's strange.
0: Yeah, yeah. Mm. There was a a lot of very, very strange things that took place uh, with Mm. Teresa. Uh, And to the point where, to this day, um, you know, sponsored by, funded by Parascience, is Teresa Higginson's website, TeresaHigginson.com. Go check it out. Awesome. So I there's not many, I know that. There's not many paranormal teams that are sponsoring a, uh, you know, a website for a prospective saint. No, not that I know. And in fact, actually, in fact,
1: although Anna, I bet you, by the time this show's over,
0: there'll be three or four out there already. Uh, probably. But Anne and I, actually, <laughs> we, we have this. Uh, I'm going to get into trouble from Anne for, for even mentioning Teresa tonight because every time one of us talks about Teresa, we go through a phase where Strange things start to happen.
1: Uh-huh. Ah, it's sort of like my mysterious picture, is it?
0: It's not quite as dramatic as that, you know.
1: <laughs> no, yours is much better, I can tell
0: you. But, but so, like, I'll, i you know, if I find out, I was talking about. In fact, she mentioned because uh, she went, she went to visit Teresa Higginson's grave the other week, and. Uh, mentioned it on social media and I I remonstrated with her for doing so and then for the next 48 hours all sorts of strange bizarre stuff started to happen (laughs) every time we mention Teresa we go through this sort of oh now we've opened that can of worms again oh look what you've done now (laughs) well I mean it includes a real life miracle that we witnessed Mm -hmm. Uh, it includes you know the story we witnessed a miracle Um, you know um, yeah, well, a long story, maybe Spirit Quest 2021.
1: Yeah, I think it would be a great. I uh, already got a new name for Spirit Quest 2020,
0: so it's Spirit Quest 2021. I can guess what Spirit Quest 2020 is. What is it, not happening?
1: <laughs> no, it's happening, it's happening. Uh, Spirit Quest 2021, uh, Myths, Myths, twenty twenty Mysteries. Ghosts at the Distance. Myths. Mir- miracles and mysteries. That'll be Spirit Quest twenty twenty one. All right, then. I can do the miracle. I
0: can do the miracles. It'd be a miracle if we get
1: there. <laughs> <laughs> That's for sure. <laughs> Anyways, we'll see what happens. But you know, I you know, even in in my uh, uh, when I started this thing, and, and of course, if anybody knew me back from the way days, way early days, they knew I worked with a gentleman uh, who was called Brian the Monk and uh now we are coming up to the break so i'm not going to be able to get into this too much but i can basically what
0: was his middle name
1: (laughs) no (laughs) anyways (laughs) the yeah there you go anyways uh how it all started is that, uh, like I said, back in the early days, I was just new to this whole thing. really didn't believe in ghosts or anything at that time, and I was getting involved with it. And I came across a little book uh, by George, uh, by Bob Cahill, who uh, incidentally was the sheriff of Essex County. Uh, and I don't know if you knew about the curse of the sheriffs of Essex County, but the last which there was killed in Salem... Uh, uh Giles Corey, who was pressed to death, um, put a curse on all the, on the uh, sheriffs of Essex County. And everyone after that had ran into some type of blood uh, disease or heart problems or whatever into it. And like, like that, Bob did, too. And, uh, yeah. Anyways, uh, when we I come back... Type.
0: Well, let me get You it know, to actually, it. I think we've got about 10 seconds. Because when I went to Giles Corey's uh, memorial in Salem, I'm always impressed that of, of all of the, you know, those big flat stones that we have over yep. uh, with carvings it. He's got the biggest and the heaviest. There you go.
1: Anyways, uh, today's show is brought to you by Circles of Wisdom, 386 Merrimack Street in Methuen, Massachusetts, and the Gallant Messier Family Log Group on 15 High Street in North Andover, Massachusetts. You're listening to Ghost Chronicles International with Steve Parson and Ron Kolick right here on TojiNet and Pararex Radio Networks and uh, stay tuned after this show as we go into Ghost Chronicles Next Generation and our special guest would be Chris Pizzano as we look at the dark side of the Bridgewater Triangle but when we come back after the break I'm going to talk a little bit more about Brian the Monk and uh, one of the exorcisms that I, I went with him on so uh, stay tuned
0: Mysterious and spooky, they all talk gobbly gooky, the Fair family. The shows are
1: paranormal, not stuffy but informal. The topics are abnormal, the Fair
0: family. They're strange, deranged, unrestrained. So grab your favorite brew, it's time to rendezvous, as we give awards to the Fair family. (laughs) Of course, international uh, with your hosts over in New England, New England's own Van Helsing, Ron Carley, and of course the, the newly christened godfather of ghost hunting. Oh, yeah, like. um, yeah, it's good, isn't it? I like uh, it. I, I'm. Yeah, before the break we were. Well, I, yeah, I'm getting on a bit now. Um, before the break we we, we uh, mentioned Brian the Monk. So uh, whilst you were all listening to the ad break, I was frantically go- googling, and and discovered uh, that he's got a discography. He's written books. Um, he's an associate professor somewhere or other of uh, yeast and bacterial systems. And uh, or and or because there's quite a few Brian the Monks. Uh, I or know you might, yeah. Um, yeah. uh, did you know he'd written a, a, a detective novel I did
1: not it d- might not be the same one to be honest with you
0: I don't think it is actually no it isn't
1: uh, so anyways I had contacted Bob Cahill and because uh, uh, I had run across these books the little books on ghost uh, uh, stories from Salem and New England and they were small they were self published by uh, he, he had a publishing company called uh, Uh, Saltbox publications And anyway, so I called him up And I also had the radio show back then So it was probably around 1999 or maybe 2000 And uh, I contacted him, he said and he had moved from New England and lived in Florida. He says, I've given that all up. And I says, well, you know, I've got your books, and they're pretty amazing. And you've got some unique pictures in there. He says, yeah, those were taken by Brian the Monk. He says, uh, I can give you his number if you're interested. So I ended up calling Brian the Monk. And, by the way, Brian the Monk is not a monk. <laughs> He's a Franciscan friar. But Bob Cahill... Uh, coined the name brian the monk so that's how he got the name brian the monk he's actually a friar in in, in truth um so anyways i did get in touch with him I mean, we became pretty good friends and i asked uh, about his photography and in the, the book and he said well uh and i'm sure i've told this story before but anyways um he said that he was going through the seminary and he was uh uh, working on a um, uh, his I forget what they call it thesis or whatever it is on on uh, spirits and so forth and he came across Bob's book too and and Bob had some pictures in it and he called Bob up and he says how can you put those pictures in it? and he says you know those aren't real. And he says, well, well, they are. He says, "Uh, you know, why don't you come with me, uh, and you can see for yourself. So uh, Brian went, and he got involved in infrared photography. And we're talking real photography back then with cameras and uh, the black bag and all that stuff. And uh, he soon realized that uh, he, too, was able to capture some of these images. And so that's how he got involved in it. And, of course, he taught me all about it as well. But anyways... um, I, I learned a lot from uh, Brian. First of all, on the infrared uh, photography, for one thing, how to handle a film and and uh, load it and unload it and store it and all that stuff. And the second thing I learned from him as well, or actually got from him, was my first class relic, which is the blood of Saint Chabelle. And how I ended up, he was a Near Eastern saint. You can look him up. I think it's C H A. B-E-L, Shabelle Shabal whatever you can look it up. Anyways, uh, so anyways, uh, he uh, uh, he was an exorcist for the Franciscans, and uh, one time he invited Maureen and myself to go uh, to one of these exorcisms, and we went to this townhouse in uh, Boston. It was a, a professional woman who worked in one of the major hospitals down there, and she was, um, as Brian explained to me, she had what they call demonic obsession, which is a, a demon becomes obsessed with you and, and just basically makes your life miserable. Um, so we went on that exorcism with them, and uh, it, it was intriguing. In fact, you can read about it in our first book, Ghost Chronicles. Uh, it's There's a whole chapter on it, and it's it's just as you were there you you hear everything and everything uh so anyways uh it was interesting we i had one or another exorcism with them actually two more and then on the third one uh we were gonna go and uh it got canceled uh, the person who was doing it cancel it i mean the person who was going to receive it cancelled it so uh
0: well they were happy to be possessed Evidently,
1: yeah, yeah. Well, they get repossessed or something. I don't know. <laughs> if you don't pay the bill,
0: we'll repossess you.
1: Yeah. Anyways, but anyways, he had made this up, and basically, uh, the 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 first class relic, relic I have, the Saint Chabelle blood, is um, it's like a grain of sand, basically. And what he would do is he would take a a, a small bottle of holy water, and he would take a couple of these granules of the. The blood and put it in the holy water because you use the holy water in the exorcisms. And that's how I ended up. He had made this up already and he gave it to me. And I said, Oh, don't you want it back? And he says, No. He says, "Uh, I'm sure you'll find a use for it. And I I have uh, two to years uh, on a a lot of different things. But anyway, so that's how I got involved. Can't can't beat a good relic. I love relics, don't you?
0: I, I uh, well, I've got I've got actually got two first class relics, uh, two two first class relics because, um, well, they they are now. but um, John Paul II, cause, mm-hmm. because because as you as you're aware, I have a papal blessing. I um, well, actually have several, but um, and I'm not even a good Catholic boy. My mum was. Well, yeah. was not a Catholic boy, but my mum was yeah. a Catholic. Mm-hmm. I, um, so, I, I had a papal blessing, and it was signed by John Paul II. Now, right. obviously, he's a saint. Right. Yeah. You know? um, now, it was countersigned by uh, one of his uh, sort of leading deputies, who was a man at then called Cardinal Joseph Ratzinger, Singer, who mm-hmm. was also a pope. He became Benedict hmm sorry he uh, became I mean, yeah, benedict uh he, 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 well he was he was heavily youth wasn't he yeah something like that but <laughs> then everybody was so you know you know what uh sorry i'm slightly distracted because while while we're and it's you know it's no slight on the show but the local ghost crazies are out tonight uh live on what? facebook and, uh, yeah our, our local ghost crazy group are out um Live somewhere in a, a hotel um, or an inn, um, and they're they're streaming live on on Facebook now, they're all being watched. Um, and he's by somebody called he. He he's watching. Yeah, it's scary uh, when he's watching. You know. Yeah, and they've got they've got the full range of as you can imagine. They have the full range of gadgets and gizmos. Got
1: their K two meter.
0: Uh, they've got every conceivable gadget here, from teddy bears, Ouija boards, cases, ah, uh, plasma ball. Um, oh, good, good, good. You need a plasma ball. And well, yeah, uh, at the moment, you know, they're, um, they're all wandering around the kitchen because uh, one of them just said, what's that on the floor by the fridge? It's blood. I don't know. Oh, somebody just said again, he's watching. Uh, okay. and, and uh <laughs> here's an unnecessary comment now bear in mind i'm reading the comments on the social media stream oh here you go you. you will not get him to talk to you because he's just watching you all he is is manipulate you oh. all he is a bully and he is so i'm not going to say that word evil sorry for my language oh. he is pissing me off just hanging around and watching you all the time.
1: So is that just somebody who's watching this thing? This
0: is live, as we're you know, as we're yeah,
1: but, it. Yeah, but the it's, comment, is that someone from who's just watching it?
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, another... another
1: oh, God, it's like, like Most Haunted Live.
0: Uh, with subtitles, um, ah. <laughs> but one of the best ones is that you've also got the team itself commenting. Mm-hmm. Um, now, what is it we always tell people to do if they're about to take a picture? <laughs> yeah, so one of the team has
1: actually put that on social media. Oh, that's nice. You know, it's so important to the listeners. Oh, here
0: it. you go. Wow, you still live? Amazing. <laughs> they, do you know how many people are watching them live currently? Oh, please don't tell me. You ready? How many? I oh, mean, how, Paul? You ready for this?
1: Yeah, go ahead. Sure. I thought you were going to say like two million or something. I was like, no, Oh, I'll give you a break. Two, two, two.
0: And we're one of them.
1: <laughs> oh, the other one must be his mother. <laughs>
0: there's there's about eight or nine of them trotting around the kitchens in this in this um hotel or inn. Um and there are two people watching live. That's between
1: good. them double, between double the, the audience people. for them, I'm really happy. Yeah,
0: between two or th- between the two or three people who are watching and um and the team—they've made 490 comments in the last. They've been on. They've been on for. Can you believe they've been on air for three hours? Are you serious? No, I'm deadly serious. Oh God! Just... I, I refuse point blank to give you their name. I mean, no, they're I'm probably. Not... I know where they are actually. Unless 100%. you trained them, of course. No, <laughs> these are these are beyond beyond all help. Um, funnily enough, actually, we did offer. Um, and uh, one oh. of them has got qualifications as a parapsychologist.
1: Well, I mean, 20. qualifications, how are you saying that? Is certified by mail or... They, they, did
0: a co- they did a course. They paid the money. They yeah, okay, course. there you go. All right, fine, whatever. Oh, The number of people watching has gone up uh, to three. See that, we've brought up the
1: audience. Yeah. Everybody's looking for them now.
0: Oh, I know where they are. They're, they're actually... Uh, where they are live is about... Five miles from here. Mm-hmm. I was. They, they keep doing this outdoor uh, castle location um, nearby, and they always tell you when they're going to do it. You know, we're all going live tonight. I am so tempted just to drive up there because it's it's a publicly accessible place. Mm-hmm. I you was know, just so tempted to to you know take a video camera and just hike on up there one night and just sit there and go. Well, I can sit here too. <laughs> I could take paranormal kitty, couldn't I? and just sit there with the camera excellent just sit there stroking (laughs) stroking your kitty (laughs) they uh, they, they, you know the you know know, the cat ball boy the cat toy the 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 Cody cat toy yes they've got a they've got a box of about a dozen of them Um, Okay, in fact in fact they're using one right now it needs to roll in around the floor somewhere Um, yeah they're, they're just about to go into the hallway. Anyway, moving on. Hey, don't really I
1: can tell you a funny story. Um, we have a friend, uh, who's down a, so far.
0: A not a, <laughs> no, people watching the left. What? The number jumped up to four people watching, but I've just shut down our feed. So it's back to three now. Oh, good girl. Uh, anyways,
1: we have a, a, a friend and, uh, she's a, an author. And, uh, uh, paranormal investigator. She married a uh, paranormal investigator, also who once had his own TV show mm-hmm. as well. Paranormal investigator. He used to, he used to have his own TV show too. So, anyways, they went to uh, Wavy Waverley's sanitarium, and supposedly there's a child there. So they have this big ball, and they they rolled the ball out, and the ball rolled back to him, yeah. and. Yeah, I mean it was seriously, it was, seriously it, freaky. It was freaky. So anyways, Marion was like all excited about it, right? And I said so I says, Okay, uh that's that's pretty cool. Yeah. It's was you know, it's cool looking, you know, there's no doubt about it. But I says you know, it's it doesn't mean it's paranormal. She says, What are you talking about? Look at that. Well how can I be over So anyways, on the way out, we were writing a book at the time, so uh on the way out of the house, uh I went by her living room, she had one of those big exercise balls there. So I says I says, Come here, I'll show you. And this was basically the same size as the ball they had. So I took it and I just gave it a shove. And sure enough, the ball just came back to me I, just like it was a ghost. <laughs> It was it was the spin, you know, the spin on the ball, basically. Right,
0: uh, yeah, I, I made that. You, you remember? She I guess. so mad at me too. Ball. That was so funny. No. <laughs> remember you were generous enough to donate to a Cody Catball to um, to research? Um, and it, anyway, after I got it back to the UK, I, I decided because you you always accused me of being a bit geeky gir- nerdy. I decided to, to uh, do some, some basic tests with it mm-hmm. uh, because it, it moves. You know, you put it down, it will move. Um, if you put it down on a hard surface, it will move anyway. If you put it on carpet, it doesn't have to. No, it doesn't move. That good. Um, so I, I used some scales and a, 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 a digital level um, and discovered that the thing is actually asymmetrically balanced. But the batteries and the LEDs actually mean it's unbalanced, so it, it's kind of weighted. It's uh, you know it's a bit like these weighted dice that they use in the casinos. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, so and it, the if you put it uh, the way that that the instructions suggest, it's very very unstable. And once it starts to move, of course, it'll go end over end uh, with momentum. And it's rather like one of these. Do you have these uh, like? Uh, kids' toys. You remember them? They, they had the round bottom and the weight in them, and they would rock back and forth for hours on end and wobble around everywhere. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. It's it's very like one of them. I always wanted one of those dunking ducks. Oh, uh, my my grandparents used to have one on the on the windowsill. Did
1: you? Uh, yeah, I know it. I mean, I I never ended up uh, getting one. I've always wanted one. liquid. Yeah.
0: It would bob, and it would go for hours. hours. And, and, Fascinated me how it worked. Yeah, uh, that, when I was a kid. That, and of course, I know how it works now. Yeah. but you know, as a kid, yeah, I that. that, and that and it of, also of, had one of those solar scopes, like uh, like it was like a like a like, like a light bulb, and inside it was four veins. Uh, each side, one side was black, one side was silver, and every time the sun shone on it, it spun round. Oh yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Oh yes, that's right. Yeah, you can get those inside. That was in a vacuum, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah dead dead dead. And them. the other thing that was intriguing, too, I blame of course, them. What
0: was that? I blame them for my interest in the weird and the bizarre, because, you know, I used to sit there and endlessly stare at these. Yeah, the I mean,
1: it's, yeah, it's, it's cool. And the other <laughs> cool thing, Steve, of course, is the kinetic energy balls. You know, the ones that you go,
0: you oh, tap, it's like, so, and they, it just yeah, keeps going. New, Newton's Cradle.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah! Those things are so cool. I mean, I mean, these are all neat things. When you think about it, though, we have understanding of it. But imagine, you know, back in the day when people didn't have as much understanding of science, all these you
0: things mean you had been- we, we don't have to go back in the day. Um, I, go, I, I, <laughs> I got bought a Newton's cradle um, about five or six years ago it was a Christmas thing from a novelty, it was, it, was, it was two or three pounds. It was a very, very, you know, sort of cheaply made-up thing. Yeah. But, you know, it was, just, it, it was just as fascinating. And when the boys saw it, you know, I mean, they were five and three. They couldn't, be, you know, you lift three up, three come up the other side. You lift four up. If you lift five, there were six balls in it. If you lift five up, five come up. But once they and it's like, and if you take two from one end and two from the other and drop them together, you get two out from either end. And yeah. you know, it, it's it's all. I mean, it's all. You know, fortunately, Newton's second law of conservation okay. of energy. That's a cool thing, yeah. But it it, it is so cool. Um, the duck the duck I think is. I mean, the solar scope or the solar windmill is one of the uh, the simplest ones. But still, you know. How do you make this thing move in a vacuum? Well, just shine a light on it, and it goes around. And in fact, there are ghost hunting devices at base. I've seen those telescopes being sold as ghost hunting tools. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> so let, the,
1: let, the let the me ask this. Fascinate. So that, that, that proves that uh, light has, weight, right? Isn't that? essentially light is a particle, no. but no, a force? I, oh, now I get confused. Light is a force.
0: No, photons have force.
1: On, well, photons have mass. Mass. Oh, now I'm
0: so confused. Oh, hang on. I, now, now I you shouldn't can have
1: see it. At this. I know. Yeah. I, 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 just, I was just thinking about that the other day.
0: It's essentially, the black side absorbs the photons. The silver side reflects the photons. Reflects it, as yeah. The photons, as the photons are reflected, uh, because they move away from the they surface. Have force. The surface. You have force. And... Equal and opposite force. Blah 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 blah. Yeah, and yeah, so yeah. the and so the metal plate will move away from the photo oh, cool. as it's held by or reflected by the silver side. And so the oh, thing starts spinning round. All
1: those things are so cool. I'm going to go out and get more of them now. I've got to find these things and start collecting them again.
0: Available on Amazon. You can go and buy sure them. I'm sure they
1: I'm sure they are. Sorry, I mean and I just
0: got along with no. along with the uh, the drinking duck.
1: Yeah, yeah, those are so cool things. Yeah,
0: um, all still available.
1: You have the magic eight ball as too, as which right, you've seen that before, right?
0: Uh, I nearly had one, but yeah, uh, because they're full of liquid. <laughs> Actually,
1: what I, I gave you something much better than the magic eight ball. Oh, you did, but the magic
0: eight ball—I uh, I gave you a an orb. orb. I know, I know. I have still got it. I uh, have it, yeah, but yeah, but the magic eight ball is uh, well. It's another of these. Actually, the boys got one for Christmas a couple of years ago. On Magic eight ball, or, or you know, a, a kid's equivalent version of uses exactly the same uh, method.
1: Do you uh, know that the, the 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 oh, I can't no. See, that I draw. Oh, I know this whole thing, and I can't. My my mind's drawn a blank. This the original one was made, I believe, in Massachusetts, and there was some type of. Uh, I'm trying to think if it was a like roll syrup or oil in it uh, because of the the density of the stuff. I can't remember what the, the exact was. I'm gonna to have to look this up next time and and uh, think because actually uh, I was I commented one time on Facebook about it and how cool it was to own one. And then somebody says, "I've got one." It's like, "Oh, you got one of the originals." And of course, after a while, it gets all crappy because of the. Yeah, I think it's a syrup of some sort. I'm not sure. They probably use corn. They probably use corn syrup. Yeah, I think it was it was some type of a thing, and so it gets real crappy. Uh, we have a quick question from John in the the uh, room, it's kind of off conversation, but that's all right. We're kind of open tonight, and John's such a good listener. It's the least we can do is answer his questions. Um, hey, Ron, do you like to travel uh, to ghost places, like the ghost adventurers, ghost hunters, and most haunted? And, uh, yeah, I would love to travel, but, uh, you know, lots of things get involved, money,
0: <laughs> it's being the the fact, the fact that, yeah, the fact that the Department of Homeland Security revoked your passport doesn't help. And- and viruses uh that's the kind of screw things up
1: too but anyways yeah i'd love to travel there are places i would definitely like to go and and do and uh you know who knows i never know i mean still want to get over to the uk i have so many people that are interested in bringing me over oh, there wow,
0: well well, well 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 that yeah, might be difficult because uh, our government because you're because your virus is now so so bad and so out of control
1: mm-hmm. uh
0: that they're now talking about the UK applying quarantine restrictions on American travellers coming to the UK and Europe. Ah, good, good, good. Uh,
1: what do you mean Europe? Europe? Wait a minute, you're hey, not part hey, of part of actually, anymore.
0: Well, it is until December thirty-first, um, oh, okay. nominally. We're not, but we are. Um, we, we we're transitioning at the moment. Okay. Um, I I know we don't normally talk about the virus because people.
1: Yeah, we don't. This people but, watch listen I mean, to
0: the it, show to escape. Yeah, well, you know, this is such a good piece of good news for a change. Uh-huh. Um that I think, you know I think we we'll, we'll give it a shout out because there are two teams um based in the UK. Um and both teams now are going to stage two of vaccine uh testing. And it was announced today that um I think it was the Oxford trial. Uh-huh. Um Will be manufacturing uh, forty, or will be have sufficient to immunise forty million people by next year, mm-hmm. and the other vaccine um, has already signed production agreements to manufacture. So they've already
1: experimented on humans, then?
0: They're already. The human trials started several weeks ago. Several, yeah, we uh, we,
1: we, we too in the United States is, in Boston. Of course, um, is a big, big medical centre. But, but so we have they, started our, not, vaccine, our human trials not, as well.
0: They announced today that uh, the production go-ahead for two billion uh, vaccine units has been given. Oh, excellent! Uh, which is sufficient for all of Europe, all of North America, and India. So, uh, yeah, we, unfortunately,
1: you... You, you know that uh, there are some people that uh, you know don't believe vaccines are good for you, so they they'll never get vaccinated.
0: Yeah, but the great thing about that <laughs> is anti-vaxxers are self-regulating. They what? They're self-regulating. I don't they don't
1: understand. take
0: the vaccine. They don't. They, they they refuse the vaccine because it's an infringement of their liberties. Right. They catch the virus or something else and they die, and it's the end of them. Mm-hmm. So eventually, they they, they they're like the virus, you know. Like eventually, they just self-regulate out of existence because.
1: Yeah, you can only it, you can only hope, but that's besides it. Uh, <laughs> anyway,
0: yeah, I mean, yeah, but you know, there was. Uh, the, the conspiracy. I mean, we should really do a show on the conspiracy theories around this this pandemic because they are, oh, they are absolutely rampant. Yeah. Yes, I
1: some People, are, so people are dying from the conspiracy theories, by the way, as well. I mean, from the
0: myths. Yes, people, yeah. Well, I mean, there's the there's the old American who drank who drank bleach as well, but that's another yeah. story. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, seriously, uh, you know, people are coming to near blows. Um, Arguing about whether it's 5G um, mobile phone networks. Um, right. right. these are... I don't want to get too much
1: more on it anyways. So, we should do a show on, cons- on the conspiracy theories.
0: We have done th- uh, I have anyways. I know that. No, I uh, mean, this particular batch while they're topical.
1: Uh, could be. Anyway, uh, I do want to mention for those who are still uh, staying home and looking for things to watch, I started, Jan and I started, St. Jan and I started watching uh, Space Force. And uh it's Steve, not a real thing? Steve Cavell, yes it is in the United States. We have a Space Force. Yes, we do. So, watch out. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, it's uh it's a comedy. It's it's uh it's decent. They have a scientist uh uh, there it is. Who, who's great with the dry pan humor and the uh, one-liners and stuff. So it's, it's. I, I enjoy it. Some people might not, but but I take a try at Space Force. Uh, Steve Steve Cavell, I think, it is the guy that's uh, the general in charge of it. So check it out.
0: Anyways, well, that well, was I'm, the, oh. well I'm going to give a shout out. Um, well, I'm going to give a quick shout out then to oh, uh, to what we do in the shadows, which is uh, a production based on the movie of the same title. Uh, check it out if you if you want to. They just started Series 2 on BBC iPlayer, and it is The Seance Scene is beyond fantastic.
1: Oh, I'll have to see that. It's called, what was it called?
0: It's called uh, What We Do in the Shadows, and The Seance Scene, uh, there you go, the production producers know about it. Yeah, the TV show is hilarious, and The Series 2, The Seance, is it's just one. i have got to
1: check it out now. Now you got me really excited for it. So, uh, can you recommend anything good? You know, I like the old. Uh, I liked Wycliffe I liked uh, Whitcliffe. Excuse Father me. Father Brown.
0: Oh. Father Brown. What is it? Father Brown.
1: Father Brown. I started watching Father, Father, Father Ted. That's a riot. That's oh no, a... Father Brown. Father, Father Brown. Ted is a riot. I don't care. It's yeah. so Father, terrible. Father. It's funny we got to go. Go on, it or
0: not. go on, go on, go on, go on.
1: we got to go, so we've got to wrap it up. I want to thank everyone for listening, and uh, today's show, of course, is brought to you by Circles of Wisdom, 386 Merrimack Street in Methuen, Massachusetts, and the Glanton Messier Family Law Group in High Street in North Andover, Massachusetts. And I actually have something I've got to send you, uh, an email to see if it's worth getting, or maybe you can get it from me, one or the other. So
0: uh, anyway,
1: uh, thanks for listening, everyone. And, uh,
0: yeah, we'll talk to you next
1: week. Yep, yep. Remember, alcohol kills
0: the virus.
1: (laughs) Good night. God bless.